good morning slash afternoon podcast listeners. Coming to you live from the car on the way back to Washington, D.C. Unfortunately, (laughs) this is the Casual Mystery Tour podcast. So again, excuse us for the audio quality having to record from the car, but uh, we are super pressed for time and uh, he's just got to get out. So deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Deal with it, listeners. Stop complaining. Okay. We only have four more hours left of the road trip before we get rid of Tim. Yep. Thank God. But, hey. like, honestly, we're probably going to do some of the best recording without him anyway. So. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Clearly. Hey. Um, so this, this will be the Seattle slash Montana podcast, and Seattle was the furthest we got away from our home, which was pretty surreal. So uh, Seattle was really fun. We uh, we went there. We hung out for a night. We explored Seattle. saw some markets. We went to a Mariners game, which was pretty fun as well. Oh, I totally forgot about the Mariners game. Yeah, first first uh, first sports related thing of the podcast, and then we drove to Missoula, Montana, where we saw some July Fourth fireworks. Uh, we also went to Glacier National Park for two nights, which was absolutely gorgeous. Then we traveled to Helena, Montana, then Wall, South Dakota, which we were excited about initially, but when we got there, we learned that. It was Wall Celebration, the yearly celebration of the very small town of Wall, and every motel in the area was sold out, so we had to drive an hour to this random hotel away from Wall at, like, midnight, which really sucked, and Wall, that was very unfortunate for you to have to do that to us, but I digress. Then we went to Iowa, which was interesting... I guess. (laughs) Iowa has a lot of corn, for those wondering. (laughs) A lot of corn. The stereotype is true. Yeah. So, on this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about those experiences that I just listed. And, yep. Okay, so we're going to start off by talking about Seattle. Um, I really like Seattle because I, that's, it was like a slightly less hipster vibe than Portland, yet still kind of hipster, and... It's like super sports focused there. They have like everyone's wearing Mariners and Seahawks gear and everything. It's pretty crazy. So as a sports fan, I really appreciated that. Um, although I could not find a affordable Seattle Supersonics hat, which I was extremely upset about. But you know, whatever. So uh, I think the biggest thing that we did was go to the uh, the Mariners game. And so uh, someone who had a pretty interesting experience with that was the budding sports fan here, Nate. So uh, you want to <laughs> talk about your experience with the game? Yeah, it was actually the first baseball game I've ever enjoyed in my life, Uh, and um, not that I've been to that many baseball games, but I have some bad memories about baseball games, like the first one I ever went to was a Blue Rocks game in Wilmington, and my only memory from that whole thing is that I had a hot dog and a blue Slurpee, and I threw it all up like on on the stands (laughs) in front of me, (laughs) that's my only memory, and then, you know, up until now I just haven't understood baseball enough to like really uh get what's going on and so it's like pretty boring honestly it's like the it's like not a very accessible sport honestly like there's so much that goes on uh behind the scenes that you kind of have to like know a lot about um uh that it it just it just makes it incredibly uninteresting to watch if you're not informed but this one time or uh this uh at this mariners game i had aaron to help me out and like tell me what the hell's going on 
So I was actually like enjoying it. It was my first good baseball game, I would say. Like, like there were things like why you know the mentality of why you're why a guy would run at a certain time and stuff like that. Like, it's not necessarily like obvious, but like knowing the behind the scenes really helped me out. Actually, I'm glad I was able to fulfill my duty as the uh, resident baseball expert. Yeah, you. I actually like issued a challenge to you before. Do you remember that? Like. Yeah. This is the last chance. If I don't like this game, then, like, I'm never going to like baseball with, like... But, like, you made me actually like it, so... Yeah, there was a little bit of pressure there. A but, little uh, bit. But, uh, honestly, you knew you could handle it, like... And yeah. You knew I would actually yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, if, if I can't get you to enjoy baseball, then nobody can. Yeah, exactly. A guy literally sitting in my ear, like, commentating the whole thing. Like, there's literally nothing better. Yeah. Like, yeah, baseball seems like a really... Sl- it is a slow game. But it seems it can be so monotonous if you don't understand all the games being played within the game. Like, yeah. like every single pitch has a purpose, and there's like all this strategy going on in the mind of the manager and the players that you don't even realize is going on between all the action. Right. Um, like, why would a why would a pitcher walk someone? You know, intentionally, like that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I had I just had no idea about, and I. Um, that it would be like an intentional thing. I just thought that they were like trying to strike them out, pretty much. So um, yeah. If any listeners don't enjoy baseball, I um I only charge ten dollars a game <laughs> to sit next uh, to you and explain. Honestly, that would if, like I probably would pay someone ten dollars <laughs> if I didn't have you as a friend. Like uh, and I knew I was going to get that much out of it. Like I probably would do it because yeah. it, it, it would made it so much better. Yeah, for the rest of your life, you, whenever you're at a bar or at a friend's house and you're when they're watching baseball, you can actually enjoy it. We were a pretty interesting crew with the game, honestly. Like, you had Tim, who was in his button-down shirt and everything, like, <laughs> sitting there quietly, like, scoring the baseball game as we went along. You have Aaron, yeah. the super knowledgeable baseball fan, explaining everything to the super unknowledgeable baseball fan, Nate. <laughs> um, and then you have me, decked in head-to-toe in 76ers gear, <laughs> yelling all stuff and being super aggressive. Just booing the entire game. Booing yeah. everyone, both the umpires, booing both teams. <laughs> like, it was pretty, pretty interesting. To Living see, up probably. to his Philly name. Yeah, would I, would I be from Philly if I didn't go to, like, a game and screamed at everyone? So, <laughs> honestly, it was, like, the most chill sporting event. That was the first sporting event I've been to, like, not at UD or Philly. And it was by far, like, the most, like, chill thing. I didn't even know people just, like, sat and watched it quietly. Like, <laughs> I'm so used to drunk people, like, getting into aggressive fights over people. And, like, it was, it was honestly a very weird experience for me. <laughs> but a good one nonetheless. I think something that everyone definitely enjoyed as well. Um, there were uh, since it was July third, we had fireworks after the game. Um, so after we got done with this awesome baseball game, like we went and transitioned into like this amazing fireworks show, which I'm pretty sure all of us can agree was like one of the best ones we've ever seen in our lives. Yeah, yeah, if not the best. Like we were all super patriotic, feeling very patriotic at that point. Yeah, I got a massive rush of patriotism <laughs> during that fireworks show. Yeah, the fireworks yeah. plus the plus Fourth of July plus. The fact that we were at a baseball studio. Yeah. They were oh, playing yeah. a lot of patriotic uh, songs, too. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was just super patriotic. Yeah. We talked. We had that patriotism con- uh, conversation, and now we're all big patriots, so yep. it definitely yep. affected us heavily. And they were also showing, uh, on the screen, it was like they were showing a video of, like, different parts, beautiful parts of the United States and stuff like that uh, at one point, and I was just like, wow, our country is so freaking our country yeah. is awesome. And we also had been to some of the places. We like, it was like the Sequoias or something I think they showed at yeah. one point. Yeah, 
that was really cool. Yeah, thank God Trump made our country great again. <laughs> I was just about to make a oh, Trump joke, uh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Still stealing your thunder over Yeah, here. you're stealing my thunder. <laughs> uh, Speaking of the fireworks, uh, the next day after Seattle, we went to Missoula, Montana, which I think everyone had a pretty good time with. Uh, we saw this like pretty big fireworks show that the whole town went to, like a nice little small town um, in like western Montana. Um, yeah, the whole town was there really, like at the yeah. show. It was at, like some old fairground, and uh, they had the they had the local choir there of, of like old old people singing, and you know. It's beautiful, yeah. I felt like I was in a Norman Rockwell painting at that place. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty interesting there. Um, one, one of the funnier things that did happen there was that we uh, we technically only were supposed to have two people in the hotel room to save money. So we had to stagger like entering the hotel room all the time from the car. And so it was pretty funny having to like coordinate. Okay, so Tim and Aaron will go in and then we'll wait five minutes and someone will walk out, <laughs> give us the other key and then walk in so the lady doesn't see us when, when she's not looking or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then there was also, when we came back, we got really paranoid because there was like some other woman that was like uh, yeah. out, outside uh, smoking or something. And we we're like, she's an informant. She's like gonna tell the other lady. She knows, she knows. Luckily we were fine. Yeah, luckily we were fine. We were probably just being extremely paranoid. Yeah, so after uh, after Missoula, we went and moved to, uh, to Glacier National Park. And we stayed there for two nights, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Like, the whole entire park was ridiculous. Um, me and Nate have said it's our favorite of the glaciers. Uh, of, of the glaciers, yeah. All the glaciers we've been to. Yeah, of all the glaciers uh, we've been to. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, definitely me and Nate's favorite national park. And, of course, the uh, the married couple, Tim and Aaron, uh, <laughs> they definitely are sticking with Zion together. So. Well, you guys yeah. are also a married couple, so the married couples disagree. The married couples have, are disagreeing here, like step with each other yep. so <laughs> um, we, we did a, a couple of hikes there um, my friend uh, Paige actually uh, took us on this one absolutely gorgeous hike that I'm sure a lot of you saw on the Facebook the Glacial Lake and Chill post something else we did in Glacier which was awesome was me Nate and uh, Tim went whitewater rafting and oh, yeah. it was uh, me and uh, Nate's first time doing it yeah, it was Tim fun. is a veteran, and it was extremely I'm not a veteran. Fun. I've been once. <laughs> veteran. You're a veteran. Ooh, a Delaware license plate. Sorry. Delaware. Oh, my God. It's oh, our first Delaware license plate first of the one. whole trip. Wow. We're in, uh, like, central PA, kind of. Yeah, rough, rough. Yeah, it only Western took us to PA. get, like, an hour or two from Tim's house to see a Delaware license plate. Yeah. Wow, right that's there, crazy, sure. dude. We, we were always saying that uh, if we ever saw a Delaware license plate, like, in a parking lot, we would just, like, wait by it until, like, the person <laughs> came out. And that way they'd like they like we'd have to meet the person you know and like they'd have to explain what the heck they were doing out in the middle of nowhere. We spent almost seven weeks on the road. Did not see a single Delaware license plate. Yeah, not the entire one. time. Yeah, that's a, this, like we're we're definitely it definitely feels like we're coming home now. Honestly, like, it does. Yeah. So uh, after Glacier, we went and drove to that that was Helena, right? Yeah, Helena, Montana. Um, Stop saying Montana, Montana? <laughs> It's not. <laughs> it's not a thing. Oh my god! It is a thing, though. But there's you're saying there's like a, a thing. Uh, people make fun of the way I pronounce Montana and Santiago. Wait, dude, you, you definitely aren't. Out. Are you doing that intentionally He's or no? Santiago is intentional. No one actually says Montana, dude. No one says it. Dude, it just it sounds so much better. 
like Montana. It really doesn't. No, it's actually kind of like I do kind of like saying Montana, but it Montana, does. It's, Montana it works, is one of the best sounding. Yeah, I agree. State names. Montana. I like Montana. Montana sounds better. I don't know. Yeah, it's just Montana fun to say Montana. Montana is definitely in the top five best states. Oh, I agree, dude. What? Montana? I don't know, dude. Delaware is pretty amazing. Delaware. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. Now Virginia, that just rolls off the tongue very nicely. One of the ugliest. Virginia, man. Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, it's about the it's about the Virgin Queen. I like to call it vagina. Yeah. (laughs) 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 If you want to change a state name, mess with. Massachusetts. No, if oh, I'm yeah, doing anything to any of the what states, a, we've discussed this before. I'm going to combine North and South Dakota into one Super Dakota. Because <laughs> Super Dakota. Super Dakota. That would basically be, <laughs> be so like. I think that might even help if we named it Super Dakota because, <laughs> I, like, people will be upset probably about losing their identities as North and South Dakota. So we can appease them by just calling it Super Dakota. Okay, Great. so we're gonna table this Dakota discussion for a second. All right. To discuss. Helena, Montana, um, and we went to a minor league baseball game there, which was very fun. The second sports-related thing on the trip. Um, it was much a, different it, experience. It was a rookie level game. So yeah, the absolute lowest level of the minor leagues. Yeah. So there, it's a bunch of 18, 19 year olds, and uh, yeah, it's basically only one step up from like a high school baseball game. Really, um, a tiny cute little stadium from built in the 40s um hot dog was like a couple bucks or something ten dollars to get in and sit right behind home plate it's super weird having to watch players that are like three years younger than you um just it still hasn't like hit me that i'm like older than some of the players but like especially there it's because i think like 22 would be like the oldest one on the field or something in rookie ball yeah i gotta say not a big fan of being older than the baseball players I watch. <laughs> I do not like this. It's I know it's only going to get worse, but... Well, you could always just uh, end it all now. <laughs> and there's Nate with his one. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> we here at the Casual Mystery Tour Podcast do not endorse suicide. <laughs> we, ca- we call uh, those types of quips from Nate sippers. Nate has a habit of saying really controversial statements like that and then taking a really extended sip from his drink. He's done it many, many times throughout the trip. <laughs> so that's a sipper right there. That yeah, was a sipper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, after Helena, now we can go back to this discussion about the Super Dakota because we did go to Wall, South Dakota. Which, Super Dakota. Um, as we said before, we had the, uh, the Motel Snafu, but... Before we had that hotel snafu, we <laughs> saw uh, oh, the uh, the infamous, definitely infamous, not famous, wall drug. <laughs> oh no no no! We saw what Mount Rushmore too. Oh, oh we, gotta we gotta talk about Mount Rushmore. We gotta talk about. We gotta talk about Rushmore. Oh my god! <laughs> the fact that we forgot about Mount Rushmore speaks to our experience yes. there. Um, oh, Tim, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Well, I'm a big history nerd. Uh, like I've said before. Um, so I really wanted to go to Mount Rushmore, political nerd, so I really wanted to go to Mount Rushmore because I've always wanted to go because I just think it's really cool that we just carved out all of these, uh, like, sculptures of the presence out in, uh, in the middle of nowhere, South Dakota. Um, Mount Rushmore, I have to say, 
is a huge letdown. I'm sorry if anyone had hopes of going to Mount Rushmore, but it is a huge letdown. I, I had low hopes already because I'd read on the internet that it was just super underwhelming. I've heard it's underwhelming. I was hoping that it would change my view of it, like that it actually the actual experience would change my view. It did not. So first of all, the town that's right around there in South Dakota is super, super cheesy. Wait, was it in the, South Dakota? Yeah, it's yeah. in South Dakota. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's super cheesy. Um, like very, very touristy, artificial. First, that's first of all. Second of all, the thing, the actual monument, the, uh, the sculpture is way smaller than you think it is. Um, if you look at it, like if you've seen it on the internet or on like postcards or posters or whatever, it, they make it look so much bigger than it actually is. When you actually yeah. get there, it's really not that big. It's really kind of underwhelming, it, honestly. Well, the, what they're doing on those postcards is they're using a uh, like a very specific camera angle. Yeah. Um, that is sort of you're sort of like looking up at it, so it looks like it's really close uh, or like it's really large. Kind of like we could have done with the sequoia tree. Um, I knew you were going to buy it. I knew it was going to happen. Got it. But uh, yeah, the thing is, it actually is correct, though. Like, it actually is. There's anyway. the door, Nate. There's four doors. I guess I'll just, use it. I'll just, I'll just roll out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so when you see a picture of Mount Rushmore, it's all of the same angle. And that's why. Because they're trying to make it look bigger than it is. Think about it. If you have a mental image in your head of pictures of Mount Rushmore, like, it's all from that one angle. So when you actually drive up to it... Um, it's incredibly disappointing. And then to put uh, to uh, put the cherry on top, it costs $10 to park there. $10? Are you kidding me? We, we did not park on principle. We were so angry. Also, you're now, we have a national park pass because we bought that in um, Colorado, and that's not valid. A private company runs the, uh, we looked up a private company is contracted to run the parking at Mount Rushmore, and they're making you pay $10 to per car to park. What a ripoff. Un-American. Yeah, as Aaron said. Uh, okay, said, actually, it's sort of American. <laughs> it's pretty American, but not the type of American that Not the good like. type American. As Aaron said when we were there, the men that are carved into the mountain would be ashamed, honestly. Yeah, we, we, we were, like, about to go through these tolls, too, because they, they like, herd you in and, like, don't give you an option to turn around once you go towards the parking. Like, you have to go through the tolls. We were, like, about to pull a U-turn <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. middle of a we're toll right plaza. Because we were so mad about the ten dollar park, we so, which would be—it's actually pretty funny because when you think about it, it would only been two fifty a person for us to pay this. But on principle, it was yeah. the principle. It was, it was the, the principle. principle. Yeah, we had to make a split second decision about what we we're gonna do, and our immediate uh, reaction was: there's ten dollar parking. We're Fuck literally that. gonna go Part wrong way in a toll pro- uh, like the, the wrong way, <laughs> one like in a one way toll plaza, just so we could avoid this ten dollar park because we were that indignant about it. So we ended up, like, just literally driving right past Mount Rushmore because yep. we, we, we refused pay $10. to stop on principle. It was already an hour out of the way, and and then we were, like, an hour back, out, basically. Like, so it, it was, like, a, a two-hour waste Detour. of time. I wouldn't say it was a full waste of time because now we can say, oh, we saw Mount, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, now we can say it. And then we can bridge that into shitting all over it because it's just, like... <laughs> So it's just super so under. I have to concur with the fact that it was underwhelming. Wait, hold on. We have talked about Waldrug. So I was pretty pumped about to see Waldrug because I read about it on uh, Reddit. Also, I read it in my uh, National Parks book, uh, which I was pretty excited about. So basically, leading up to Wall, South Dakota, which is an incredibly tiny town next to the Badlands. There's like, well, like 2,000 people in the Wall. 
you start seeing these signs for something called Waldruck, and you're like, huh, what is Waldruck? And these signs are like, homemade pie at Waldruck, free ice water at Waldruck, five cent coffee at Waldruck, and like a ton of things, like Western decor like, at Waldruck. Um, basically, you get there, Waldruck is like this massive tourist attraction uh, that was originally a pharmacy, um, or a drugstore that has basically turned into like a massive I don't even know how you describe it, like a, like a touristy uh, uh, activity center. They have like a ton of shops. They have like a, a segment on like the Midwest or the Western expansion. They have like random sculptures of like six foot tall rabbits. Um, anyway, it's quite the experience I have to say. If you're if you're anywhere around South Dakota, do, go check it out. Also, you'll definitely know where it is based on the literally hundreds of signs that we saw. What did you guys say? How many signs did we see? It, like, it's at it, least 20. It had to be in the hundreds. So, uh, Waldrock was fun, and then uh, we went to this bar, and I have never in my life seen so many cowboy hats. <laughs> like, I thought it was a legitimately a joke because, like, people were like, oh, yeah, like, everyone wears cowboy hats at West. Like, when we walked into this bar, we were the only people there not in plaid shirts or cowboy hats. It was insane. These were actual ranchers. They had spurs. Wall is a small is a small town, but it's like the only good place to go to a bar like in uh, a, like a pretty wide radius. So all these ranchers who literally they just work on the farm. You know, they have their own cattle or whatever. Um, these were these are literal cowboys come out and they go to this one particular bar and wall and uh, get drinks because I think we were there on a Saturday night so uh, it was pretty it was pretty pump, bumping but uh, yeah these these are yeah these, this is like the way people actually are man it's crazy we were extremely out of place yeah very. even more so than usual I had the only flat brimmed hat in the thing <laughs> my traditional Sixers hat I was wearing and it was like we just stuck out like sore thumbs it was pretty ridiculous yeah. Um, so yeah, the the there was like a crazy amount of people in Wall. Not only because it was Saturday night, because it was the yearly Wall celebration, and um, we really got screwed because we had just kind of played by ear and like trying to reserve motels as we got to the places because we didn't know where we were going to be technically, and uh, <laughs> we uh, we were not able to get a hotel room in Wall and had to drive. Who would have thought, late. man? Yeah. Wall, South Dakota, a population of like 2,000 people. We were not able to get a hotel. And all like 12 yeah. motels were yeah, sold. there were also a fair amount of There were so there. many motels, yeah. And yeah, we kept driving around and we just like would either see the sign that says no vac vacancy in like the window. We'd like roll up hopeful and then there's like a no vacancy sign. And then we roll over to the next uh, n next motel and like, you know, we're like, oh, super hopeful. Like, oh, maybe they, they have some vacancy. Like, there's no sign. And then we go in and we ask, and they're like, nope, yeah, there's no room. So it was really the only bad luck we had with uh, with lodging throughout the entirety of the trip. But we dealt with our adversity since we're so amazing. <laughs> and uh, yeah. got through that. We're kind know, of the best. Else. Yeah. Yeah, so we reserved a room, and it was all good. You know, we, like, talked to some old lady on the phone, and we went down to, what was it? Murdo. Murdo. <laughs> so one other memorable thing that happened, uh, this was actually on our way to Chicago, um, was uh, a very 
eventful meal <laughs> at uh, everyone's favorite family restaurant, Perkins. I'd never been to a Perkins before. Yeah, me neither. Like, from the outside, it looks pretty dingy. Like, you got that green exterior. It's like, the, it looks all kind of old-timey. But we had one huge Perkins supporter <laughs> with us. Ahem. <laughs> Leonard, <laughs> um, and uh, there was there was one dish in particular that apparently uh, was just a must eat at Perkins. Yes, as many listeners that I have spoken with know, <laughs> Perkins is a love of mine. Like, and when I'm talking about Perkins, everyone automatically thinks our UD friends that I'm talking about the student center, but no. I'm talking about good old family restaurant and bakery, Perkins. <laughs> and the thing to get there is the Big Country Smasher, which... What is a Big Country Smasher? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it is God. a huge bed of tater tots topped with three separate breakfast meats, which is ham, sausage, and bacon. On top of that... You put two eggs, whatever style you want, followed by country gravy and melted cheese. It is one of the most delicious breakfast meals you can get. Just everything in one plate, mashed up together, smashed up together specifically. And it is a large pot of calories. This ain't your yoga teacher's breakfast. <laughs> this is that power breakfast when you're trying to get a ton of calories in. Like, is that farm boy that breakfast right there? <laughs> it really, it really is. When you're tossing hay all day. <laughs> and the, the chocolate milk there is like crap. <laughs> because you just can never get enough of it. Like, it's incredible. It's some of, it is the best chocolate milk I've had in my life. And consistently, at every Perkins I've been to, whether it's in Philadelphia, Delaware, or somewhere in Iowa, it is extremely delicious, and I can never get enough of it. I am so glad you brought us to Perkins. You have something that I've learned to do is just completely trust your uh, your bad food sense. <laughs> like it's not you have really extremely good taste in terrible food. Yeah. Um, so like, if, if there's ever a question I have at like Wendy's or whatever about what's the menu, what the menu is like, I got to go to you. And yeah. dude, Perkins, we're all completely converted now. Like. I can recommend so a lot of people to Perkins. It's, it's it it looks like like doesn't not anything like on the exterior is just like random like green and brown building like doesn't look too uh too like inviting. But you go in there, all the people are so nice. It's actually packed. They have it was packed delicious food, packed full of old people. So many old people. The average age in there was probably about like sixty four. We were the only people After there. We brought it down. <laughs> the only customers yeah. there under like sixty or seventy. It was pretty know what's up. Yeah. They really do. Like, they're the only ones that have it right because they go to Perkins all the time. It's just, like, so good. Yeah, it was amazing. And, um, yeah. So, uh, Nate had a pretty interesting time at the Perkins we went to. Uh, you could, uh, you could, you could tell me about that one. So, I have to, like, reveal my, like, <laughs> my, mis- <laughs> my misdeed, my, uh, yeah. I just, b- before you get into that, Anyone who's listening, I want you to just take a second and try to think of the most calories you've ever consumed in a single sitting. Just, you know, 
ball, or whatever. Ballpark it. Just yeah. ballpark, you Thanksgiving know. Thanksgiving dinner or, like, maybe a birthday where you just right. went to a, you know, buffet. Yeah. Maybe you sat down, ate two Big Macs and a thing of Takis. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like someone in this car did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we showed yeah. Up. You know, they, that. <laughs> those meals that, you know, you feel pretty, um... Pretty shitty afterwards. You're in the food coma. Ate yeah. a little, ate yeah. too much. You know, got got a little ahead of yourself. Yeah. Think those back. Meals think, where you're uh, sweating grease afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Think think back to those meals. Is that normal to sweat grease? <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't consistently sweat grease. Learn. Yeah. So just oh. think about that and now listen to Nate's uh, experience at Perkins. Well. I so yeah all right I have a confession on yeah so I I, I actually ate um, twenty six hundred calories at Perkins <laughs> and you're asking yourself twenty six hundred calories that's like more than most people's daily uh, <laughs> calorie intake like uh, well that's a, like a, a whole extra meal on top of yeah people's and I did it in one sitting in the span of like an hour or so <laughs> so. The idea was so big country smasher. You you heard all that like that thing was uh, like eleven hundred calories I believe. Yeah. Um, overall. Just to start, just to start, hundred calories of pure deliciousness. Pure deliciousness, <laughs> extremely heavy in fat. Pure breakfast nirvana. You might as well just be <laughs> eating like like meat grease on your on its on its own. It's like extremely greasy, tasty. But uh, so I got that and I got the chocolate milk because you know Leonard. Obviously, wanted uh, said that chocolate milk was crack, and he wasn't gonna give me any, so I had to like get, yeah. get it to at least try it. Like uh, he's a that chocolate milk is too protect, valuable. protective, yeah, of, of that. But uh, yeah, so I got the chocolate milk, and I got the I got the smash it, and what else did I get? Yeah, I finished toast. those pretty quick. Oh yeah, I got toast on the side of the smasher. It was extremely buttery toast. Oh, it was drenched in butter, covered in butter, like completely covered in butter. This toast, it was only extra 50 cents, you know? Like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I want some toast with my my country smasher. Like, that sounds really good. So what what was the calories of the milk, chocolate milk, and the toast? So what are we up to uh, now at Those this together, point? I believe... I believe those were 600 calories together between those two. Between the right. chocolate milk and the extremely buttery toast, that was, like, 600 so calories. So we're up to roughly maybe. 1,700 calories already, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So 1,700 calories. Or maybe, no, you know, it was, like, 500 calories. So we're at 1,600 calories. And then I was already... I ate those, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm not feeling too good, man. <laughs> but I was already at 1,600 calories, so we were, like, hypothesizing how I could get up to a higher calorie count. And, uh, and then, and yeah, then, then the revelation. Oh my God! It was free pie Mondays. <laughs> so we got a free slice of pie there was, along there, with our we meal. We heard we heard someone else walking by say there were free pie day, and there was a yes. like silence yes. on the table. Like, like we all were thinking, did we just hear what we thought we heard? It's did that woman just say free <laughs> pie day? It was actually free pie too. Oh my God! Perkins does it right. Dude, Perkins just converted me in that in that single moment right there. I was like, this yeah. place is amazing. But but the unfortunate thing though is that by this time Nate's already borderline incapacitated <laughs> by oh, the yeah. chocolate milk smasher and buttery toast. My stomach had already been stretched quite a bit, but you know I wasn't backing down. <laughs> I was like thinking about it, and I was like, oh, I could like there's some of these pies that are like 400 calories, like. I could get up to two, uh, to, you know, I could get up to like 20, 
or 2,000 calories. Like, I could do it, like, pretty easily, I feel like. And I was like, yeah, I could probably do it. And then I saw the one piece, dude. I saw the one piece. It was... It sang to you. It sang to me. The the angels, the angels opened up the sky. There was a chorus that just opened up. I I I just knew then. The peanut butter. What was it? Silk pie. Peanut butter silk pie, with 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 Reese's on top, a bed of chocolate, an extremely dense peanut butter fudge pie filling. (laughs) Oh my god. 960 calories. <laughs> I was like shying away from it at first. I was, I didn't want it. I was thinking to myself, you can't do this. You can't eat this pie. You've already eaten 1,600 calories. You already had a you already had a glass of chocolate milk. You already had toast with your big country smasher. You can't do it, man. You can't. And then a little voice whispered in my ear. It was the voice of God. And God said. I believe in you. And at that moment, I knew I had to get the most caloric pie on the menu. (laughs) The most caloric pie. And top it out at 2,600 calories. Well, actually, it was like, it was more like 2,550. And then I ate half of Aaron's pie. (laughs) Oh, man. That last few bites of that uh, peanut pie were like... Oh my god. I like am what am I getting myself into? Like what are you done at this time, Nate? And then uh and then when I finished it I was like, oh my god. Could you just so my to, to ever to anyone who has not consumed twenty six hundred calories in one sitting, which is almost every single person, could you please describe exactly what your body feels like after such a rich consumption of food? Well, okay. So I ate it as quickly, I, once I realized I was trying to top out at a, like a record-breaking calorie amount, I realized I had to eat everything extremely quickly, so I devoured that country smasher. I devoured the smasher, drank the milk, ate that toast. I enjoyed it all, believe me, I, I enjoyed it. But then once the pie came to me, I was just like, I was, eat, like, I was eating that pie like, as quickly as I could. So it was because I knew, was, and I knew by the end of those last few bites of pie, I was like, Okay, this is not going to be good because like your 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 stomach hasn't really caught up to you yet at that point, and you you just know it's like a it's like a entirely different feeling. Like your stomach feels stretched, but you still haven't felt the fullness yet. So yeah, it's like it's like a feeling of impending doom is how I would describe <laughs> it. Honestly, you're like, what the hell did I get myself into? So yeah, and then I I finished the peanut butter pie. And then I, as soon as I finished that, I was like, Aaron, give me your pie. <laughs> like, give me it right now or else I'm not going to be able to eat it. Because I was, like, very nearly nearing that, 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 that limit of 20 minutes when your stomach starts catching up, up to your, when your brain starts catching up to your stomach. I was like, give me that pie. And I just shoved it in my mouth, chopped down, finished it out at 2,600. Right there, dude. And it was finally over. Lapsed into a complete food coma. I wouldn't let anyone touch me. Aaron was trying to. Aaron was trying to comfort yeah. me. If anyone like, wants, a, if anyone wants a video, I have a video of me after yeah. Nate finished that I published yeah, that on Snapchat. Yeah, that video pretty much just describes. I was just in a, in some sort of half awake state of consciousness. <laughs> Aaron's trying to comfort me, and I'm batting his hand away. It looked like your soul had just been sucked out of yeah. your body. 
It had been. <laughs> My soul was working hard on digesting. That I would, food. I would, I would call you a, a vegetable, but that's not really the the, 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 proper, best, term. the proper term no. in the situation. <laughs> no, I was a stick of butter. <laughs> a stick of fried butter. He actually was. He drove to Perkins and was supposed to be driving for that leg, and uh, he actually had to stop driving. That's how full. I like actually was in like a different state of consciousness <laughs> to the point where like I didn't actually feel safe driving. Like, oh no, I would not have let you uh, drive. That I, I was like, oh yeah, I was in some sort of strange tortured ecstasy where I like wouldn't, yeah, like I wouldn't be paying attention to the road. I'd be paying attention to how intense my stomach was feeling at that time. But I got through it. My body somehow digested that meal. And I was hungry for dinner. <laughs> After leaving Murdo the next morning, um, we went and drove to Iowa. What was the town we stayed in Iowa? Clear Lake. Clear Lake, Iowa, which was also pretty interesting to keep up with the small town feel. Aaron, do you want to like talk about like what we did there? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, our, our goal for that night was just to stay in some random small uh, town in northern Iowa, and we uh, did exactly that in Clear Lake. We um, uh, well, didn't do all that much, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it I mean, was a long drive. When, I mean, when yeah. you go to a small town in America, there's really only one interesting, accessible activity you can do, which is go to a bar and drink and talk to people. Um, so that's what we did, and we actually had a, uh, ran into a very friendly bartender, um, at one of the two bars in Clear Lake, Iowa, um, learn about how crazy Iowans are about their wrestling, which we had yeah, no that idea was, about. That was interesting, yeah. Learned about um, how insane the party scene is at the University of Iowa. Um, one thing that interesting that did happen in Iowa was we were eating at this sports bar, watching the, the rodeo channel and whatnot, um, and this guy, Aaron, has the balls while we're eating to go get hot sauce from the car and bring it into the restaurant to put on his food. Who does that? Who does that? Like, See, I don't think that's that weird. That is not that really weird. Extra, dude, it's not like it's, it's just like it's just insulting kind of, to yeah, the restaurant. Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of like, rude. It's your your food is that bad that I have to go to the car <laughs> and get my personal hot sauce that I have my own personal carrying case for. Uh, and then they, bring they, it in and then put it on your your terrible, terrible they, food. They should have had hot sauce available on the table. They have ketchup. Didn't they, they have, have hot one, sauce? They, they had, had a, hot sauce. They had zesty sauce. That was the same thing. Not it's hot not sauce. the same thing. They should, have, they should have known better. They should have hot sauce available for anyone. Maybe their, fault. their food just doesn't need hot sauce, and that's, you know, that's just the way it is. Oh, but my meal did need hot sauce. Very much so. Dude, Aaron, sometimes your hot sauce addiction really gets in the way of... Like it's starting to politeness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you really, yeah. Like uh, a couple times, you brought it out and put it on, you know, hosts meals. And uh, you know, maybe when I'm at uh, Bobby Flay's restaurant, I won't insult him and get my hot sauce. But when we're at a sports bar in Clear Lake, Iowa, and I get a very mediocre dish that really needs some flavor, I'm going. I'm getting my Cholula. I don't. I don't care. It's so ridiculous. The chef can't see. You can't just eat one. The chef can't see. The waiter doesn't care. 
Everybody wins. Everyone's happy. It's the principle. It's the principle. You're walking out to yeah. your car to get a hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe I'll reflect on this and come back to you. I, think I doubt. In time, I you'll feel. find that you're wrong. <laughs> you, I, you guys did not. You, you, didn't have, you guys did not have a bite of my extremely bland uh, Santa Fe salad. It's your own fault for always getting. Salads. It's your fault for getting a salad. My, in a my meal was great. Yeah, my I meal was a, pretty I had a good. Honestly, chicken burger. no, my my meal was also great. After I got my hot sauce. Oh my god! <laughs> god. Everyone's happy. For you listeners that can't tell if he's joking or not, he's actually serious. Yeah. Yeah. This time he's actually. Serious. Yeah. This time he's actually. The vegan isn't. We were not serious. But this is very serious. Um, I think it's time to uh, to to wrap up this podcast. We'd like to uh, thank everyone again for listening. Um, we encourage as much feedback as you can get to us. Actually, speaking of the feedback, this reminds me. Um, so we're going to be doing a wrap-up pod very soon-ish. So please, 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 and we're going to post this on Facebook too. Uh, comment on the Facebook post we're going to make that requests questions and topics for our wrap-up pod. Um, we're looking for stuff like like categories to talk about, like like favorite stuff to do on the trip, like most annoying thing or like favorite place we slept I don't know like weird stuff like that we will take any and all suggestions and do them for our total like super long super interesting definitely have to listen to it tell your friends wrap up pod um so yeah definitely reach out and continue to give us feedback on what we're doing um but other than that uh as they say in nearly well we're still in Pennsylvania right like I guess so Yes, we're in Pennsylvania. As they say in Pennsylvania, bye. Bye. (laughs) See you later. Rip.